aka Patters, welcome to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, a COVID movie, a movie that was made during the pandemic, and Tom Cruise got attacked for his behavior on set, which is erroneous. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast, my AKA Powders. We are back at perfect health. Well, not really. I mean, maybe like at ninety percent health. But I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, AKA Pad the Film Buff, and we're six hundred and twenty-six episodes in of this podcast, where my mission is to bring to you every single movie I. See, just give you my personal insight if I liked it, if I didn't like it, if it's worthy, if it's not worthy. But people, we attack ideas that are not common when it comes to the film criticism community or the film critic community. We're on the outer rim. We're on the outskirts. We are contrarian. And the reason for that, and we're somewhat provocateur, and the reason for that is because film criticism is dead. Any critic that doesn't tell you that you just don't believe them. Don't even believe that they're a critic. Film criticism is dead. Now what do you do? Well, this is what a person in my position does. Coming to you from Philadelphia, PA, Center City. Guys, we're talking one of the greatest movie franchises of all time. We're, we're talking a spy franchise that's bigger and better than James Bond. What Tom Cruise has done with the Ethan Hunt character... Starting, right, 1996. 1996. That was Mission Impossible 1. He has given us bigger and better spy melodrama, spy drama, spy action, uh, a, 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 a overarching storyline, uh, things with uh, everything with the syndicate. The, the syndicate in Mission Impossible is far better than Spectre during the Daniel Craig James Bonds. Tom Cruise has weaved a masterful story. Now, we may get into Mission Impossible 1, 2, and 3. Everything that we have now from Mission Impossible really began in Mission Impossible 3. Mission Impossible 1 and 2 are almost like these like one-off episodes. They're almost like these introductions to the broader storyline. They're introductions to some of these uh, characters. A lot of what we see in the original Mission Impossible shows up in this movie, but it's not—it's not like you feel like you're missing out, and that's the genius. And this is also where the Marvel Cinematic Universe has failed. Where it, it, it's hard to watch something like Endgame, Infinity War, even Winter Soldier, or Civil War, and not have these these deep rooted connections to other movies, other franchises that you may not be familiar with. We had a movie night, uh, a close friend of mine, uh, Mark, he's been on this podcast. Uh, it took us months to actually do a Mission Impossible evening, and my girlfriend, fiance, the love of my life, uh, you know, sat down to watch the movie with us, and she got completely sucked in. Never really watched the Mission Impossible before, and when you see movies uh, through those sets of eyes, it makes you appreciate everything that's in front of your face uh, so much more than than you would otherwise and when it comes to box office when it comes to money uh we're just talking lifetime gross uh mission impossible fallout 220 mission impossible 2 215 mission impossible ghost protocol 209 
Rogue Nation, 195, Mission Impossible, the original, 180, and then here we go. We have Dead Reckoning, 172, predominantly uh, superior E, uh, and rightfully above Mission Impossible 3, which is my favorite, at 137. So there's like roughly a $40 million difference between Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Mission Impossible 3. And therein lies the biggest criticism of this movie. It's it's the box office. A lot of people wanted to jump on it. They wanted to attack it. Uh, we got uh, this bloated... Uh, super storyline through COVID and Tom Cruise uh, again like some of this footage leaked uh, he was maligned for it he, he, he was attacked for it uh, I don't I don't really agree because the COVID protocols uh, are just again like it's weird it's hard to imagine a film production with COVID protocols uh, we just had Bob Iger uh, throw uh, use COVID as the excuse for the failure of the Marvels, which is their worst performing movie. So I mean, Disney. There's no other production or movie company bigger than Disney, bigger than Marvel Studios. There's nothing bigger. There's nothing. There's no more money you can put behind things than than what that company does with the Marvel movies. And if they couldn't find a way to have a cohesive production through COVID. But Tom Cruise, through his tenacity, did. It's a testament to uh, how much he he understands about the film production, filmmaking process, and he should be uh, heralded for it. Uh, it's it's an amazing feat, and it's amazing that they they made a big enough movie to split it up into two. And the point of the story for this movie, by the way, people, and this is a must watch. And I all the Mission Impossible's, all seven of them are. An absolute must watch. This movie ends with what the impossible mission is. It's it's a setup for the impossible mission. The, the remaining two hours, 20 something minutes that this movie is. We are building towards the revelation of exactly what the mission is. And we have new key players and, and their motivations and some of the rivalries. Uh, it's all laid out. Some of the infighting within the CIA or uh, what would be the, like the MIF side of the intelligence agencies. Uh, the new players, uh, what this exact threat is. And my only, like, storyline-wise, my only major... Two criticisms. They kill a character twice. One's a gotcha with a revelation that the character never really died. We just think she she died. And then she actually does die. I feel like that's a, that's a, a double climax. Uh, I, I'm not going, to, not going to be shocked if she shows up in the next one, believe it or not. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because I do feel like... Um, the position of this episode should be to hype up Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Part 1 uh, to get you to go see it. And the other major gripe is that we're kind of dealing with a faceless uh, villain. Uh, the guy that we hate who 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 who's an advocate for the faceless villain, um, you know, he does come in and, and, and march and, and, like, you know, he becomes a thorn in Ethan's side later in the movie. Uh, he His entrance and his introduction and definition of exactly who he is is, is almost like one movie into this movie. Uh, when he gets introduced and we know who he is, it's almost like a, a new movie is almost starting. But along the way, we have these absolute amazing sets. We have these absolute amazing uh, action 
uh, you know, like scenarios. Uh, we have exotic situations. We have Tom Cruise on a bike, jumping off of a cliff, onto a speeding train. Uh, we just get these these things we we love watching and we love do like you know we imagine ourselves doing. Yes, there is a little bit of a power fantasy when it comes to these Mission Impossible movies, but we do get again like just beautiful people, uh, long monologues, long exposition. Uh, we we get everything explained to us, and and this is somewhat of a story Smith's uh, movie, and I also feel like that's where some of the, this initial disappointment was. Now, given too, Top Gun Maverick was such a huge smash hit. Uh, people could have been Tom Cruise out by the time this movie dropped. That uh, you know, striking while the iron's hot and and repeating uh, that level of success with this movie. Uh, look, COVID confused everything, and, and originally without COVID, I believe there would have been two years between Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible uh, Dead Reckoning. Uh, you know, like we kind of have to do a little bit of research to, to line those up, but there would have been time between the two, maybe even a year. Uh, all of that is to be con considered, but no one saw Maverick being as big of a movie uh, as it was, and and just you know, almost like saving theaters and being a billion billion dollar juggernaut. Um, all the merchandising that they uh, prepared to get released around Maverick really never uh, was timed, and and in a very weird way, we're still dealing with a lot of that when it comes to uh, merchandise drops. But no, people, a Mission Impossible is the greatest action movie franchise of all time. Uh, Ethan Hunt is the greatest modern day spy. Uh, I would love for the movies to continue. I would love his character to continue. Uh, they did a great job without like aging him too much. I would love to see another actor step in uh, as Ethan Hunt when Top Gun, uh, when, when Tom Cruise gives up the role. Uh, I I just really feel like we have something. We do have like a new James Bond with this character, and we should just keep pushing it and and, and going forward with it. Now, the budgets and and all these other things are so inflated. Uh, you know, I would assume Cruz and Co are are savvy to bring down uh, the cost of some of these movies just so they can uh, continue making them. And we, we are hoping that Dead Reckoning Part 2 is a absolute super smash hit. Dead Reckoning doesn't seem to have like caught on when it comes to it being available on digital and streaming. So, you know, we're dealing with something a little bit bigger here. Uh, maybe like just the concepts and the story uh, isn't quite connecting with the audience. Uh, which is sad because what he has to do in the next movie is unfathomable. Uh, pun intended there, like, if you know what he has to do. So, we'll we'll do maybe, like, a little bit more of a story analysis later. I just wanted to, to bring this to you guys and get back into the flow of, you know, dropping some of these episodes. Because I have been sick. It has been crazy. Uh, and, and I haven't even done any Christmas movies yet. And Christmas is a few days away. So, we're just going to keep trying to, to give you guys... Uh, enough meat on the bone so we can get into next year and and have a lot of these uh, movies uh, kind of like you know like off of our you know we have the creator to do uh, uh, we have Bradley Cooper's new movie there's Rebel Moon coming out so there's just a lot of movies I want to bring to you guys but Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning complete recommendation 
I think it's a masterclass in in storytelling. The entire franchise is worth uh, complete analysis. Uh, watching them in order, you know, or you, you can start with three and work your way into Dead Reckoning. Uh, one and two, like I said, are, are just like Ethan Hunt side adventure one-offs, but a lot of the characters in this movie do connect to the original. Go check it out. AK Pat here, signing out. Feeling Sorry, guys, I had a little, little bit of, of a skip of a pause there, but signing out. Peter A to look at here. I love you guys. Rocking and rolling. We got so much more to come, and, and I, I love that all of you are with me as we watch into Okay, that's a wrap.